Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. Last week, we began a study of a specific disease. And that disease is known in the scriptures as sarat, which is leprosy. And one of the things that we learned last week is that leprosy is a unique disease. And I think it's highly significant that in this book of Leviticus that we find two chapters dedicated to it and several other places in the scripture where we deal with this disease known as leprosy and how God and only God is able to heal it. Well, with that said, take out your Bible and look with me to Leviticus chapter 13 and we're going to begin where we left off last week in verse 18. And we have learned that the priests play an important role in revealing whether this skin ailment that one is suffering from, if it's something other than leprosy or whether it is indeed leprosy, they have been given the ability to discern. And we find that the scripture reveals to us what are the proper uh, designations for knowing what is leprosy and what is not and how one needs to respond to it let's begin with verse 18 where it says and flesh so we're talking about upon one's body and flesh that will be in it in his skin a boil so here we're talking about something different it's not what we spoke of last week these three things that can in fact be leprosy and need to be discerned whether they are or not we talked about set and sapachat and vaherit and now we're talking about something else something that's known something that's called shachin which is simply a boil and it says if there should be on the flesh in the skin of someone a boil and that boil is healed so up until this time there's no reason to in any way bring into the equation the discussion leprosy but keep reading look if you would to verse 19 but if it should come about in the place of the boil so where that boil was it was healed but perhaps not all the way healed or it was thought to be a boil maybe it was maybe it's not but there's a change in the place of the boil we see something different now we see set and this set whatever it may be it's related to 
a, a criteria that is possibly leprosy. And it says in this set, there is whiteness. Or if it's not set, perhaps it's the second one, which is called Vaharit. And it has whiteness to it or whitish and also we have the word for that which is red so in this case there was a boil but now there's a change we see something that resembles leprosy and we're talking about in the first case set and it is white or we're talking about what actually is the last one in these three uh things that may be leprosy what's called beherit and it is white or white and reddish if this is the case notice what is done look at the end of verse 19 and he is seen this one who has this condition is seen by the priests verse 20 and the priests will see and behold if it's appearance so what he is looking at if it's appearance has sunken now it's the word shafal which means to to be made low something that that goes deep so here if it has sunken lower than the skin and if the hair its hair that's in this place has turned to white then the priests he proclaims that he is unclean and the implication is keep reading nega tsara'at he therefore this this ailment is indeed leprosy and and it has spread out this leprosy has spread out in the boil meaning in the place that the boil was now there's leprosy there's no problem with the boil from a ceremonial standpoint. What do I mean by ceremonial standpoint? Ceremonial impurity. Something that happens that renders one unclean, impure, but not necessarily as an outcome of sin. Now, it may be, but it doesn't have to be. Sometimes one is unclean not because of, of something sinful, but something that he touched or something that has happened in his body or her body. We'll talk more about that in the weeks to come when we get into chapter 15. But here, what we know for sure is that this boil has now had an outbreak of leprosy. That's what he's saying to us. Verse 21. But if the priest, he will look at it, and behold there is not in it a white hair and sunken down it is not done from below the skin and instead of being white it says but it has dimmed meaning it's darkened it's no longer that white that it was what happens here well if this is the condition it says the priest will quarantine him for seven days so here we have a hashash what is hashash a a fear of a likelihood of a thought that this may be leprosy but it has not met the criteria because it is not sunken down below the skin level 
and also the hair has not changed to white in this case as it says here this one is quarantined for seven days verse 22 but if it has spread out in the skin if this is the case that it has gone further then the priest once again renders him unclean for it is an ailment and the implication is it is an ailment that needs to be dealt with he has been now labeled by the priest and here's what's important it's through the word of the priest that he is seen as unclean or as clean or oftentimes the word pure is used here there's power in the proclamation of the priests but notice something else verse 23 but if in its place the vaharit this third uh, possible condition of leprosy this criteria that needs to be looked at carefully by the priests if in this vaharit it stands meaning it hasn't spread out this this ailment has ceased to expand to move out in the skin and it is not spread out then what is it well we have another word now this usually this word for sarevet means in modern hebrew it's heartburn but what it's applying to is something that is hot it is a disturbance it is something that is possibly simply an infection some authorities see this as the best way of understanding it it's a hot boil is what it literally says a burning one and all it means here is that it has perhaps a certain sensation of feeling or in appearance maybe it has no feeling but you can see that it is uh, irritated and uncomfortable to this person but in this case if it doesn't meet the criteria it has not uh, spread out then it is not it is not uh, leprosy and what is done well in this case notice what it says in verse 23 and the priest cleanses him meaning this the priest proclaims that this one is pure and there's nothing that needs to be done he can return to society verse 24 or that's how it begins another possibility or flesh that will be in its skin and now we're talking about something different another ailment that can happen to the skin now what we've seen up until now are what we might call natural occurrences nothing was done to the skin but they were affected there was some ailment there was something that was noticeable either by the person feeling it or perhaps no pain but there was a noticeable change by by looking at it but here we're talking about something very different look again at verse 24 or the flesh that shall be in its skin and now we have mikvat esh 
a burning so this person was burned his skin was burned and it came about or as it will be that the healing of the burn that's the best way (laughs) to understand it the burn is going through a healing process and then suddenly notice what it says Baharit Levana or red. So you see that there is within this burn that is healing, suddenly there appears this, this third criteria that relates to a possible leprosy. And here it is either white or white and reddish. And it says here whether it's white or white and reddish, either situation, what do we know? in this case this is what has to be done look at verse 25 and the priests will look at it look at this burnt burnt place in the skin and behold if the hair has turned to white in this this condition in this baharit and the appearance is deeper than the skin in this case although it began with a burning the man or woman was burnt now what is it Tsaraat he it is leprosy and leprosy has spread out upon the burn and in this case it says tame otohakohen the priests will proclaim that this one is unclean because this is an ailment of leprosy and again the word for ailment nega he has been struck with leprosy in this location verse 26 but if the priests will look at it and behold there is in the the hair no white hair and it's going down has not penetrated more than the skin and it is dim meaning it's not white or shiny or what we use the word clear but rather it has become dark meaning yes there's a change in the pigmentation of the skin but now it's darker once more what does the priest do look at the second part of verse 26 it says here and the priest will quarantine or isolate this one for seven days verse 27 and the priests on the seventh day will look at him and if it is spread out in the skin then the priest will render him unclean impure and this is a a ailment of leprosy verse 28 now we have another possibility but if in its place it hasn't spread out it's rather tamod which means it has stood still the baharit so in this place of ailment it appears to be vaharit meaning one of the three possible things that that is in fact leprosy but in this case it doesn't meet the criteria it did not spread out and therefore it also has become dimmed 
What is it? Well, it says set ha mikva he, which means this this uh, burnt burnt place is a set, and therefore because it did not materialize anymore, the priest will purify him, for this is simply the sarevet, the burning or or infection that is in the burn but it does not meet the criteria of leprosy verse 29 now in verse 29 we're moving towards another issue and this has to do with the same leprosy but in a different place and hair is going to be of the central central issue in regard to this section look at verse 29 a man or a woman that will be in him a ailment a naga his head is affected or the the beard so we're speaking about a human mean whether it's male or female and upon the head or upon the beard now here again the beard we hear that in english and we think the hair but also the location of where the beard is now obviously women don't have beards but they have that place so we're specifically speaking about something upon the head whether it's upon the scalp or whether it's upon the face but where hair is likely to grow that is the implication so in this situation the head or the beard is struck is literally what it says what happens there's this ailment this is this condition verse 30 and the priest will look at the nega the place of this ailment and behold its appearance it says if it's deep then the skin and in it there is a hair that is is yellow now there's a word here that we need to also consider it's the word dak which means thin and we see that it relates to either the hair or the color of the hair being and what does it say tzahov which is yellow now this is going to be important because in determining in these locations if it's leprosy if it's a place on the body usually and we've talked about the hair turning to levana white but here if it's in this portion of the face or upon the head meaning upon the scalp if it's on that location then the change in the color of hair that is significant is what it says here whether it's yellow and i would argue that this is speaking about a light yellow a yellow that is thin verse verse 30 second part if this is the case then the priest renders him to be unclean and this is called now we have another word the word netek netek is leprosy but specifically upon the head whether it's in the place of the beard or upon the scalp this is called netek 
and we are told that this netic is leprosy of the head or of the beard verse 31 for the priests will look at the ailment of this netic and behold if the appearance is not deep for then the skin and the black hair there is none in it so we see here that there's no hair in it whatsoever no black hair in it at all what does the priest do well keep reading the priest will quarantine or isolate the the nega this one who is afflicted with the nega of the nitek and he does so again for seven days verse 32 and the priest will look at the nega this ailment on the seventh day and behold if the netic has not spread out and there's not in it a yellow hair then what we have and the appearance of the netic is not deeper than the skin in this case what's done well look at verse verse 33 what is done is this then the netek shaves the hair but notice something he shaves this one who has it but he does not shave the place of where the netek is so he shaves all of his hair or the beard he removes every place except where the ailment is that's a very important part look at verse 33 and he shaves but the netek he does not shave and the priest will quarantine isolate this one who's called the netek for seven days and behold if it does not spread out this netek on the skin and its appearance is not deeper than the skin in this case what happens this one is rendered pure by the priests and what is he supposed to do in order to rejoin society he simply has to wash his clothes and he is proclaimed pure upon washing his clothes and of course this is with water he would be rendered clean verse 35 but we have another possibility but if the netek this area of the scalp or on the face where the beard is if indeed in this case this netek has spread out on the skin after this one was purified meaning cleanse the priest said you're okay it's not leprosy it's not the netek that causes you to be removed from society and having to dwell in a place like the tombs alone separated if it's not this and the priest said you're okay you're pure but notice and we've seen this in another occurrence earlier in this chapter if this one who was was said to be pure but this place the netek spreads out what happens well he has to go back to the same priest look at verse 36 and the priests will look at him and behold the netek has spread out upon the skin 
he says here there's no reason for the priest to to check if there's a golden or yellow hair because he is impure so he's isolated but it spreads out this spreading is enough there's no need to to examine the hair to see if it's yellow it's enough if it's just spread out verse verse 37 but if in his eyes the netic has stood meaning it hasn't spread out and black hair has has sprung up upon it so not a yellow hair but black hair this is evidence that the netic has been here healed and what do we know this one is now pure and the priest will purify him verse 38 if a man or a woman that should be upon the skin of their flesh beherit so now we have that same thing again one of these three criteria that can be leprosy and now look again at our text verse 38 and if literally it just says and a man or a woman that will be uh on the skin of their flesh a beherit or beherot so now we have multiple not just one place but it's in the plural beharot levanot there are several places at least two but probably more where there is this disturbance of the skin and it's white what happens we'll now look at our last verse verse 39 and the priests he will look and behold in the skin of their flesh there are beharot kehot levanot meaning this there are these uh, ailments of the herit several places and they are are a dim white this is not leprosy it says here this is bohak now what is bohak again people may offer up uh, explanations for that in your bible but we really don't know so any translation you have for that is one of simply a conjecture we don't actually know what is bohak but it says here it is not connected to leprosy it is bohak and the bohak has spread out on the skin but this does not meet the criteria of leprosy and therefore this one notice it this one is proclaimed to be clean or pure now before we wrap up you're probably saying to yourself and i know this because i've received emails why are we going to spend so many weeks on leprosy have you ever known someone with leprosy well most people would say no i have not and if this is this spiritual outbreak of leprosy because of lashon hara because of pride well today without the temple the view is that god doesn't strike someone with that so why are we spending so much time 
here's the reason because god is wanting us to have discernment to realize something and that is that it's god's criteria not yours not mine mine that that puts some something in a certain category and what is that category well it's very important tame o tahor pure or impure tame is impure or unclean and tahor is pure and i've shared with you something that's very important about that that which is tame god will not bless god will not use what happens place on the sidelines not usable but that which is tahor god will bless god will use god will use that individual for his purposes and what we're being taught here is that we need to apply god's criteria to our life's situation and our life in general and he determines this it is not up for debate this is what happens we see a principle for example when we look at god's word and we take it in the simplest understanding sometimes that means that a person shouldn't hold a certain position within a congregation in a local house of assembly he or she is not fit for that job that calling that row what happens well we say well there's no one else to fill it so it's okay or the men aren't stepping up so we'll allow a woman to do it or this happened before he came to faith so we bring all these criteria for ourselves in order to justify what we want what we think is best rather than doing what we're taught here there is no debating the person that has this this condition this ailment he's never asked to speak she's never asked what do you think the priest looks and examines based upon their criteria that the word of god gives and therefore the decision is made upon the facts and here's what's happening today instead of things being decided based upon the instructions of god's word what is happening well we are using our own subjective criteria for making decisions whether it's acceptable or not whether it's permissible or not permissible we ought not do that if nothing more comes from this study we need to learn just like we learn from the laws of of cash root the dietary laws certain things god says you may eat this is food other things although others may eat them god does not put it in the category of food and there's nothing i know all the scriptures where people used to say well god change god has purified in fact yeshua has purified all foods if you look at that scripture that people go to most of the time in most bibles it's translated incorrectly they add words and they they render the meaning of what's there in a very different way in order to justify what they think the problem is this 
we are either going to do one of two things we are either going to take seriously the instructions the revelations that are in this book and apply them to our life that's called faith or we're going to say yes i know what is written there but today based upon this circumstance based upon this desire based upon whatever we're going to do the opposite we are going to go against what god says that's called sin and be assured that will bring a negative response from god remember the foundation tamay god won't bless if god's not blessing he may just curse and those things that are in light of god's instructions he will bless now god does not change he is not going to give exceptions when we violate his instructions there's going to be an adverse response from him when we submit to his instructions to the best that we can learning his word applying his word being led by the spirit when we do that god is going to move in a good way in our life he's going to bring about a good change they may be through blessing some provision or some insight but be assured when we think that we are in a position to ignore god appeal to god by just making our decisions we don't see any appellate court in regard to the decisions of the priests in fact you're not even supposed to go to a different priest you're supposed to go back to the same one why tradition tells us it is to show the authority of the priesthood and the problem today the great problem and i'll close with this is that people don't want to submit to authority they don't want to recognize authority they want to be their own authority why because they want to do what they want to do thinking it's better than what god has instructed what god has commanded and that is a serious error it is sin and is going to produce those things that are not pleasing to God and likewise won't be pleasing to you. Well, I'll close with that until next week and we complete, God willing, this 13th chapter of Leviticus. Until then, may God bless you. Shalom. Well, we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others. Please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org. Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website, loveisrael.org. There you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel. Shalom from Israel.